0: You're listening to The Marginally Geeky Show, the epically geeky book club.
1: Greetings. Welcome to The Marginally Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight I'm joined by Ray and Sean. How are y'all doing?
2: Not horrible. (laughs) (laughs) The alcohol helps. Hell yes, it does.
1: (laughs) Uh, It is... uh, not the end of the summer, but it sure feels like it. We're uh, we're all we're all tired, we're all beat down. Uh, but uh, we decided to get together tonight and, and talk about a book that um, I'm guessing we all still have positive viewpoints mm-hmm. on. Uh, I know the last book everyone kind of walked away, or at least most everyone walked away with a little different viewpoints. Like, wow, this was kind of the weakest of them. So uh, we'll be interested to see if uh, if we still feel the same way after this one or not. So. Uh, tonight's book is full share by, uh, Nathan Lowell. Um, who picked this one? Was this one's right. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. Because you had actually alternated between, between a couple other ones. I was like, Nope, let's just let's keep going. So, um, I'm not even going to ask why you picked it. We've pretty much gone over it in the, and the other ones, why we picked the, the previous two books. It just makes sense to, to keep yeah. going with them. So, um, I guess let's go ahead and jump in real quick. Just initial thoughts. Um, Ray, initial thoughts on this one? Back
3: on track. I think that's the only way that I can describe this one. It's back on track. Okay. Sean?
2: Um, this one left me a little bit nostalgic for the first book more often. Um, I could really relate to this one mm-hmm. with them growing up. Like taking those next steps, and it reminds me of my past life, like doing the university thing and stuff like that, taking those big steps. But mm-hmm. by the end of this book, I really missed the first book.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. These these three books really seem to me like uh, they're all one big story. It is very much this this part of his of Ishmael's life was is very much. Thought out, like was you know, I think, you know, all grouped together, very much like the three Baba verse books were. Um, you can't read the first Baba verse without reading the next two, and that is the same for this. I would argue you definitely need to go on and continue reading Ishmael's Tales. But if you if it wasn't grabbing you for any particular reason, I would say then finish the first three, you'll be good to go. You'll be you'll be happy with what you got, but there's so much more um so yes the third book is full share um you know we just keep moving up the uh um amount of money that he's making essentially uh <laughs> his shares on his shares in, on the ship uh the lois mckendrick uh we pick up we've got um um he's basically called in uh there was a problem at, at the uh um, at the trading center and uh someone got into a fight they thought all right well we're about to get you know about to get reamed out by the captain and everyone, and they basically come in there just like, "Oh yeah, we don't care about that. Like that wasn't that wasn't y'all's fault. We're not holding y'all accountable for it. That's actually doing really well. Whatever. Um, you know, we want to uh, we want to make we want to make you two some offers. We want to you know you know kind of raise you up here. What's going on? Um, so well, they, um,
3: offer, they offer uh, the the one job off ship, right? Yeah.
1: And he chooses not to take it, so um, – and then we have a turn of events, and uh, um, Ishmael is – the company comes back and says, oh, well, um, we're – we need to hire someone for that position, for Ishmael's position. We've already got a guy lined up, so this is what's happening. And the first thing that we run into is Ishmael is faced with a decision. He uh, will not have a position anywhere on the ship. So the next port of call, they're picking up basically his replacement, and he's either going to have to take a job somewhere else or he's going to be put ashore, essentially. Um, he does have the ability to uh, kick anyone else off, and um, and one of the endearing things about him as a character was – it wasn't even a question. It was like, no, absolutely not. I'm, go- I'm going to kick anyone else off to save myself. That's That's not right.
3: Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, he refuses, you know, he refuses to bump someone off. Um, and on the way there, we have probably the first big set piece of the story. The ship loses power, and it's only for just a short period of time, but they lose gravity, they lose power, it comes back on, but there's some massive damage to the ship. Um, and he has to, they, they call him up, they're like, hey, you've got a, you've got a portable computer, let's, I need your help here. So uh, he basically helps get the ship righted. Um, and uh, he ends up earning yet another one of his certifications. Yeah. Uh, kind of a <laughs> trial by fire type of thing. It's like, hey, listen, I really need you to work on this and do your best because uh, we may die otherwise. <laughs> Pretend it's a test. <laughs> but it's a test, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I anyway.
0: Like-
1: uh, so anyway, he does this, and we get to uh, the next protocol, I'm just kind of, you know, roughing it out here. Get to the next protocol, and, um, they end up, the, 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 the sneaky crew ends up figuring out a new position for him. He's basically kind of doing data analysis, trying to help figure out what the hell was going on with the ship, ends up doing some other stuff. Uh, and during this time, it's really pushed, you know, before him, hey, um, You really should, you know, consider the academy. He's worried about it because of the financial cost. He knows what this would be like, you know, coming from his mother being a university teacher. And, uh, we end the book with uh, a surprise at the end, but it's him and, uh, Pip and a couple of the other crewmates heading off to the academy, uh, basically closing out his time on the Lois McKendrick. So that's why I said that if, you know, for whatever reason, if this book didn't really grab you, but you kind of wanted to, you know, especially if you read the first and second book, I'd be like, "All right, read the third one; you'll be good to go." So at least you have this part of Ishmael's tale is done. Um, so, what were some of the the things that stood out to this in this book that you really cared for? You didn't care for?
3: Go ahead, right? Go ahead, right? <laughs> um, I liked. Uh, you got to. Uh, the, the guy that does the tests. God, I can't remember his name right now. Um, Van. Yeah,
2: the third mate. Um,
3: uh, Nichols, or?
2: Yeah, Nichols? Yeah, Von Nichols.
3: Von so Nichols. Anyway, I, you, you get to know him a little bit better in this one. And I, and I do like him. Uh, I like that character. I thought it was a, a good little thing. And then um, the scene. <laughs> uh, and, and Eugene, well, both of you know the, the blue smoke uh, that makes computers run. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I can just picture that scene where he's pulling these cards out and just. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm like, yep, I can see that. <laughs>
1: uh, speaking of uh, of of vehicles, um there's the other scene that really stands out in my mind with him is um, when they they get to they get to shore. Uh, they managed to keep Ish a little bit longer because. Uh, during this, one of their crewmates, uh, uh, broke her arm. And even though she doesn't need <laughs> both of her arms to be able to do the job, they're like, Oh, we need someone to stand in for just so they can kind of keep him on for a little bit longer. Um, but when they go ashore to go buy all the components and yeah. <laughs> he's asking, he's asking her about, uh, Alvarez and he's like, um, yes. what did he say? Something like, uh, <laughs> did you, did,
3: you, call
1: her star. yeah. Yeah, did you call her a star? He's like, well, not at the, not at the, the not at the, the bar. bar. <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, oh man, you, <laughs> you are too much.
3: <laughs> so that, that, that was one of my favorite scenes. just him, just you, you get to meet the guy a little more, right? So
1: yeah. So and I can and I totally understand the whole thing of of being a kid in the candy store and going with this dude to go buy all these high end. Computer parts, and then the dude's like, Oh no, I'm gonna put it together and just be like, Oh, can't to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: that like, was good. Where he was hoping to like put them all together, and he just that was like the whiniest he ever got,
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I, but I, um, I totally empathize with it. Like, I would totally be yeah. like, Man, like if it's just a crap normal computer, whatever, but if you're putting together some kind of high end or cool, it's like, oh, I kind of want to put this thing together, so. Uh, Sean, any particular scenes kind of uh, you know, stand out to you?
2: Um, his when everyone kept asking him like, "Are you still here? or Are you going to be leaving?" kind of thing, and there really there was no question. He was like, "No, something's in the works. I don't know what, but I'm I have full faith that I'm going to be around." Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, that was refreshing. Um. The other thing, if you do go on to read the other books and all that, you can really see his captaining style and officer style where it came from the Lois McKendrick. Absolutely. See, and this book is what highlights it, um, because you got to see other than Mr. Maxwell, you got to see the like how the captain operates and Von Nichols operates and all that. And he takes that. 30 years down the road kind of thing or he does kind of the same thing um, which was really really cool um, I like how he they kind of glossed over they they did a quick blurb about what happened in the second book and I'm very thankful it's quick because it was annoying in the second book <laughs> um, and I, I did like that this book had a really good pace to it I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed him going into basically the IT department. Like I could see him looking like Moss sometimes with the big hair <laughs> kind of thing, and yeah, it's like, oh, there's a fire over there. I better read the manual on how to like put it out kind of thing. Like that, just ID I anything IT I love it. And this book is like really big on it because he like gets into the components. He gets into the data analysis and. Um, stuff like that, he it, he goes more in depth in it. And that's what I found. This book was more about him than the relationships,
0: mm-hmm.
2: whereas the second book was more about the relationships and I kind of like, oh, God. Um, whereas the first book is a healthy mix. So, um, but yeah, by the end of this book, I was really nostalgic and wanting to reread the first book. I liked him when he was just like the lowly little, little fry cook and like doing the co-op and stuff like that. I, I missed that mm-hmm. in this book because he like he's took on more responsibilities and he's higher up the rank and all that. But I prefer like the lower decks kind of thing. So
3: yeah, and spoiler
2: alert, I love him as captain. Oh, yeah, like it's <laughs> – and I think it, that was the other thing is because I've listened to all of them multiple times, and mm-hmm. I know what the next step is, and I'm going to miss all these characters because I always did. I was like, oh, fuck. I missed it when he was on the host, McKendrick. I and
0: do, this too. is
2: This is the end. I, he's not going back. So I was like, oh, damn. So – I think the first time, if you're reading it the first time, it's probably fine. But the second, third, fourth, whatever is like, okay, you know, this is the end. Oh, this kind of sucks. And you're like, even though it's really good, I really enjoy this this book. Out of the three, this is my second favorite. Uh, the first is always going to be my favorite. But it's like, oh, fuck. I know... I know this is going to end. It's going to be good stories afterwards, but I really enjoyed this stuff. So I'm going to miss it.
1: Um, One of the things that we see, you're talking about, um, we see his captaining style, um, you know, starting, you know, we we see the the basics of it. And uh, it goes back to the sneakiness thing like you were talking about. Um, So the new guy who takes over his position, Uh CC, um, he thinks he's like, "Eh, something's not lining up here because... Everyone's complaining. They're like, yeah, he's doing like his job, but like the bare minimum. And, uh, you know, they're like, we, we've threatened him with, you know, cutting his pay, you know. uh And we've basically done everything we can do, and it's not sinking in. This guy does not get it. Like,
3: that's not how we roll here on this ship. To, to the point that there's a theory that he didn't fall and hurt himself at the previous yeah. ship. Yeah. They knocked but, out and got him. Exactly, yeah.
1: Um, and so his idea to, to see if he can t- turn things around <laughs> is, uh, he starts doing some research and, uh, they end up, uh, planting these speakers hidden all the way in, you know, throughout the ship. Uh, and they have, um, oh, what's her name? Um, Sarah, they have Sarah, Sarah record yeah. this haunting voice of the ship, like it's talking to him. And it's like, you know, and I understand that the, 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 the shifts that they're talking about, like doing like six on, six off, 12 on, 12 off, that type of thing. Yes, that will wear you down very quickly and you won't quite be there completely mentally. So he's like, I wonder if we can get this guy, can, you know, to think something's going on with this ship. And with the help of Sarah and a couple other people, like they turn CC around. Like he, uh, he ends up doing his job because he thinks the ship is haunted and <laughs> is crying out to him, you're hurting me. <laughs> Which I'm yeah, just like, that's you a fantastic wonder, way to come up with it.
2: How the hell did you like get on a ship? Like the intelligence level, like really, oh, the ship is haunted. It's talking to me. Maybe you're having a psychotic break. Maybe. Maybe like, but no, he's like, oh, well, I better ship up. I'm like, huh. Yeah, but
3: Sarah, Sarah kept leaning into him and telling him shit that uh, it was remember the other ship. The previous got- ship, whatever it was. Yeah. Nobody knows how she figured out that. So it was kind of cool that it's... Yeah.
2: yeah, see, I got a theory about that. I don't think that's what she really said. I think she was, like, kind of teasing him sexually kind of thing. And, like, oh, if you straighten up, fly right kind of thing. Hubba hubba. Because that's what they do at the end. They do end up getting together, don't they? <laughs> they get it together at the end. Hmm. So, bada bing, bada boom.
0: <laughs>
1: um, let's yeah. see here. Um... <laughs> Okay, so the older woman in the bar, the other ship's oh. captain, Cassandra. Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. An interesting scene. I I didn't really buy that scene too no. much, but just because of the age difference. If she was his mother's age, okay. You know, some dudes are just totally down for you know older women, but. She was his grandmother's age. And yes, in, in this book series, like it's, they point out, Oh, you're saying yeah. they're old. They're 40. Like people live to 120 some odd years, like not, not in an infirmary to 120. Like they're still kicking, walking around, doing stuff. Like they're a healthy 120 years old. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, that's only a third of the way through their life. So 60. Yeah. It's, it's only half life, but. Yeah. That's still a big jump between that's 40 years. That's more than yeah. twice his age. So, um, yeah, but a, once again, we see his respect for women kind of, you know, come out and, you know, at that. So, um, let's see. Uh, uh, um, oh, the other big thing, the other big theory in this one, the, the other big kind of big thing that, that went on in this one, um, not only is he trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life, um whether it be going to the universe you know to the the well basically the university or not is uh his entire world is just rocked whenever he meets pip's family
0: oh yeah
1: um because he's like well you know how do how do people live on these smaller ships and stuff he's like dummy like you know they keep forgetting that he's quote unquote a land rat they're like it Not all ships are this big. Not all ships work this way. And he goes aboard his aunt aunt and uncle's ship, and it's them and one of their kids, and they're like, yeah, she's qualified to do, like, these four jobs. He's qualified to do these four jobs, and the kid's qualified to do the rest of them. And so they have all the qualifications. They're on a smaller ship. They run, like, 50 times more trips than we do and make bank doing it. Like you can have a family out here. And then he comes back to the ship and finds out there's a mother and daughter there. And there's yeah. a couple other people that are married and they he's like, how are you married and, and doing this? She goes, well, we only see each other a couple times a year, but when we do, it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. just, that's just how we live. And a lot of other people live this way. Like he was so idealized that, well, you, you're on a ship and you're single and that's
0: it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I that like as mind blowing as that is to him, it doesn't stick
3: through no, the, the
2: rest funny thing. of the books. Yeah, and that really, that almost to me for the the future books was a flaw.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because yeah, his mind is blown about it. He's witnessed it, but he doesn't believe in it for like the next 40 years of his life. Well, I but I, like it doesn't of, click in.
1: I, I think part of that is, and not to for you know not to give too much away from the next. The next one, but, uh, the next book we literally pick up and is in the next one he's married and getting divorced no. or is that afterwards? That's afterwards. Okay. Well, when a couple of books down the line, he is married at one point and is getting divorced. Um, just you now granted his wife was on a, uh, uh station, a space station. <laughs> on the and, other
2: shoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: no. Yeah. I, I loved that, how that went anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but yeah, just the, the, you know, it, it, it definitely, you're right. It didn't stick with him, and what did stick got rocked, and it just, it's like he never could figure it out completely, one way or the other.
3: And that's fair because he was shown only one way to, when he when he got on the ship, right? Lois yeah. showed him one way, and so if that's the way you were trained and that's the way that he he went up so far, mm-hmm. I can see where he's like, I don't know how this works with family. I don't know, like. No, he's stupid
2: about it. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But uh, but, but I, I understand
1: I, him getting ingrained in him the you don't screw with crew like that's hard and it serves him well throughout several of the other books because there are situations where it could have gotten him trouble. In fact, the next book early yeah. picks up where we see why that can be such a problem. But um, you know they even say look like yes, I understand that's how it was on that ship, but. Not everyone's that way, and there are exceptions. Yeah. There's always exceptions to to the rule. Um, and I guess I kind of go when I look back at it is I have to keep reminding myself he's like what nineteen in these yeah, books, yeah,
2: something like yeah. that.
1: And it's like, yeah, when you were that age, you probably had things ingrained in you that you just held on to forever, and may still hold on to because they may still be accurate or part of your worldview. Uh I had certain things like that ingrained into me and it didn't take many, many years until I was just like, well, that's kind of more of a gray area, or that was flat out bullshit. <laughs> yep. So
0: like um, using diskettes? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny.
1: Um but yeah, so that was kind of a big thing was was him trying to figure out how how you can have a family and, and everything else. So uh speaking of, of Pip's family. I love Pip's family. I oh, love the way they treat him.
2: <laughs> Aunt P and Uncle Q are awesome. <laughs> yes, they are.
1: They show up several more times, uh, you know, throughout the series. But yes, they are they are a fantastic team. Uh, just the way that they handle him, because they're like, listen, you're smart, you know what you're doing, but
2: come on, kid. <laughs> Get it together. Well, even Pip's dad. Oh, um, yes. Was well, it person. was great, and, like, yeah, we knew you weren't at the Academy, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. just letting you do your own thing kind of yeah. thing. But.
1: How long and did then, you did you really think when you told us a semester abroad, we were like, oh, well, it's been a year and a half, I guess. It's fine.
2: Yeah, really. How long did you think? You, yeah, because then they were like, man, you've been at this for two years. Yeah. How long is this semester, you stupid idiot? <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then he brings up, "Well, are you going to take me home? No, you signed a contract." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show your contract. <laughs> um,
1: let's see here. Um, we'll kind of get to the end I, of the book
3: here in just a second, I, but oh, I, go almost, on. I, I almost, see Red playing that uh, from that '70s show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I see Red as his dad, like yeah. No, dog. I can see that
2: too. Geez, I thought you were talking about Red Green, but yeah, Red. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, One of the other things that I really liked was – so once he's done – they, once they figured out what was the problem on the ship and it turned out to be I – I'm like you, Sean. I like when we see technical stuff like this in books, especially when it is – I mean granted, we're talking about a spaceship that flies and goes through portals to get to other places. But it was very grounded in that what was the problem? Oh, it was a design flaw that no one ever thought about. Oh, what happens if the gravity goes out for five seconds? And the shift. The and it shifts yeah. half a second. All of a sudden, stuff that would normally be held on with a magnet all of a sudden just goes wherever it wants to go and can short stuff out. That is so totally something I could see happening in real life. That's yeah. the type of shit that we run into is, well, everything's fine as long as the power goes out. Well, what if the power did go out
2: for five seconds?
1: Well, well it should we be don't hard. really know. Yeah,
2: it, it should that be okay. being said, so Nathan Wall is really good about grounding stuff. Like that mm-hmm. into real world scenarios and like oh they still have simple problems like we do, but that kind of threw me when Ishmael's doing the IT thing and talks to the navigation crew about transferring data from the the jump points or whatever. The next thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, so they're doing it manually. It's like and then they have to double check their work. And I'm like, dude, that's like. Using an Excel sheet, but using a calculator on the side to, like, double check the to add sums. I'm sorry. You're pretty far in the future. That doesn't. So, that shit didn't fly with me. Oh, no.
1: See, I totally bought that.
2: Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. At this point in the future, I'm sorry, but you would have, like, a basic little subroutine that would, like, take that data and then translate it over. You you wouldn't hand do it
1: you would think, but I work for a school district that in 2022 has systems that won't talk with each other. And we literally have to dump stuff out into one thing, wait 24 hours for it to dump it into something else. And it's like, why are we doing this?
2: Why are we doing
1: this? Literally up until a couple of years ago, I'm the one that figured out, hey, instead of having kids um, fill out This, this, uh, Word document, they had an editable Word document, which of course, you know how well those work out, and fill out all this stuff. I was like, why don't you just have them do a form and it output everything into the PDF that you end up needing in the endpoint, and no one could figure it out for years. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, so I, maybe it's because that's the things that I've encountered. I understand what you're saying. You're that far in the future, you should have this shit figured out. But I also can see where people are just like, no, this
0: works.
1: (laughs) Who cares? Who cares if there's an easier way to do it? It works. We're just going to go with
2: this. Well, that being said, the the navigators were like, so like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Why are we doing this? So the complaints were there. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't a system that worked very well.
0: No, it was Anyway,
2: yeah, I get the, like. The fire extinguishers dropping from the magnets and then falling onto equipment. Oh, sorry, spoiled it. But, um, <laughs> um, actually that brings me back to another point. I did like the mystery of that whole thing progressing through the book. Right. Um, what the hell caused this? Now, there was a couple points in the book where like they were talking shop that I got a little confused. I'm like, I'm lost. What are they talking about here? <laughs> Um, I knew the general, but like the specifics and I'm a, I'm a nerd and I was having a hard time with it. I was like, Oh geez, what the hell? But by the time they got to the end, mm -hmm. it was like, ah, there we go.
1: (laughs) I also love the fact of the way that they finally figured out to go down the right path was to be asking what they thought was a stupid question. I am totally 100% behind asking quote unquote stupid questions. Because I can't tell you how many times, you know, you'll go through and like I said, I've been working with this school district for a long time and someone will ask what you think is a stupid question, and you come to realize, well, you know, that's not that's not true anymore. Like, yes, we couldn't do it this way because of this, but something changed and yeah, now we can do it this way or something like something yeah. along those lines. And the question was, Well, what didn't fail? Well, why would you look at what didn't fail? And it was like, Because obviously what failed is not giving us the answer, so and I love his vague, you know, you know. It's funny that his mom was a a lit teacher, and he can just halfway come together with Sherlock Holmes' name. But at least he got oh, the theory yeah, somewhat that,
2: right. that was really good.
1: At yeah. least he got the theory somewhat right, you know. <laughs> so, which is funny because I think I think ninety percent of the populace that understand the, you know, eliminate the impossible, whatever's left must be the yeah. truth. Uh I think 90% of the population only knows that because of Star Trek the next generation. I mean <laughs> which you know, thank God for that. But uh anyway, um no, I did I did enjoy I enjoyed that whole process with that, so. Um like I said, also, you know, uh not 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 necessarily saying anything about the industry that y'all work in, but um I work in an industry where it's always lowest bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is lowest bitter. Um it is raining. They literally just put astroturf uh in different places on my campus. It's rained twice now and it's coming into the building because no one looked to go, where's the drain? <laughs> 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 to the point it may be causing structural damage. So something has to be done. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> um let's see here. So is there anything else before we get to uh kind of the end?
3: Um I like the send off from the crew when he, like he yeah. does, uh, now that being said, the mom and the daughter saying goodbye was awkward as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Dear penthouse forum.
3: I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was just, that was awkward. But overall, the the send off, the goodbye, like the 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 cla- you know, the them all being around him when he got his final full share. Oh yes, that
1: was a fantastic. I loved that, that scene too.
3: That was yeah. pretty cool. Um, so yeah, all of those things were really neat to to kind of see. Yeah. Um
1: the actual so yeah the the send
3: off like you know he he
1: has uh his literally his last moments on the ship or not his last moments on the ship but his last moments on duty you know with the uh, with the captain that was nice that she's just like you know take as much time as you need i understand you know but we are very proud of you and it just you know i think he specifically says your mother would have been very yeah. proud of you as well and that's what kind of breaks him yeah. so cuz he still has not and that's one of the other things that kind of um keeps up in the rest of the story like he never fully grieves grieves or really fully comes to term with with his mother dying and and what happened until much later i think he finally kind of comes to terms with it but uh it is definitely something in the back of his head constantly so um but anyway so we yeah we have this huge party um uh uh him and him and pip have a, have probably the best possible way of leaving the ship <laughs> um and then uh he gets hoodwinked at the end he's being dropped off because uh the aunt and uncle are supposed to be taking him to the academy and uh turns out um Bev and Brill are going to be joining them as well, and he's extremely excited about that um which
2: that was another okay so that was a, one of the problems I did have with the book. Uh-huh. Was basically Brill isn't or well Bev and Brill aren't in it. Um they're I in, noticed like, that too. Every now and then, like they're so huge in the first two books, and then they're like Robinson. every yeah. time they're in it in the third book, they're like upset or something like that. Uh-huh. Um uh Bev is like stomping away or something like that, and yada yada yada. So at the end of the book he tries playing up that nothing's going on like there's no surprise at the end and then all of a sudden yeah Bevan Briller on the ship going to the academy too but it was a poor surprise because like okay, you have literally these two main characters that the only thing they're doing is acting upset and want to know when he applies to the academy Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're on Pip's and Uncle's ship Going to the Academy? Well, that was, like, the worst kept surprise <laughs> of any book I've ever written Was like or read. It's like, seriously, that was the surprise? Like, even the first time through, and I remember this reading it the first time through, I was like, chapter two, I'm like, well, they're going to, like, mm-hmm. even, like, It's like, okay, I'm assuming Ishmael's going to the academy at the end of this book. I'm not 100% sure, but I am 100% sure that Bev and Brill are going to go with (laughs) him. It's like, oh, man, this – dude, you're, like, trying to make this a surprise, and it's the stupidest thing in the world. It's probably the wrong choice to make. Just say that they're going with him.
3: I I was going to say, I think it would have been more believable if they had to sit down and be like, listen – this is the, these are the pros and cons of going to the college. This is, you know, and talking about the financial part with him and saying, like, yeah, you know, there might be a risk financially, but it's going to be worth it. And and one could be totally for it, the other one could be against it. And but I, yeah. I if they had that relationship, they'd be having those conversations.
2: That actually, the financial thing, that was just something else that um, I found funny in this book because they, they. They pointed out a few times that like you're just worried about the money, but you're not worried about getting accepted or passing everything or like graduating where it's usually for everyone else. It's the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got the money. I can get into the academy and like pay for it. But I don't know if I can actually get in and pass everything. But well, that doesn't even cross his mind. No. He's like, oh, I got that. that. That's nothing. I just don't know if I can afford it. Yeah, it's like, but coming
1: really? from, but from coming from his mother being a, a an educator yeah. you know, at the college, I'm sure he was probably brought up It's like, well, you're going to get in wherever you want to go, you're going to go yeah. here because that's where that's where we are. Uh, you're going to go here, and it's just you know it'll be covered. And and so for him,
2: but even for another school, and then he has that was the other thing. So you needed three, uh, what was it? Uh, three
1: oh uh, recommendations Three, three or,
2: recommendations, yeah, to get in, and he's got ten. Yeah, but he's not even sure. Like, oh, is that enough kind of thing? And like, duh,
0: <laughs>
1: freaking definitely, He definitely Maybe you shouldn't go
2: in. You are pretty stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he is what nineteen, so you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so at the very yeah, I, I would say I, I it didn't surprise me. I didn't definitely didn't figure it out in chapter two, but it didn't surprise me. So. Um, what's the not to give anything necessarily away for the next book. Um when we get to the end of this one and where the next one starts is like okay. Um yeah, that, are we coming back to square one a little bit. So
3: it's Yeah beginning.
1: <laughs> it is an odd beginning. I and I think if I remember correctly, I think Chris said this is where she was like, no, I didn't like this book. I didn't want to go any further after this. I actually really liked this because – the next book because we see uh, – we see what kind of a man he's growing into, and I like the man that he's growing into.
2: Oh, 100 so. percent, and that's – that's one of the things with this entire series. Like there's there's no point where – I don't like Ishmael. He does. Agree. There's no point where he does something that I'm like, dude, that morally, that's that's wrong. He's always on the moral high ground.
1: Um, He's made some stupid decisions. Yeah. But you're right. To me, he's he's at least
3: had his morals correct for the most part. Ray's about to jump in. What are you about to say, Ray? The only thing that I don't like is the way that he and his wife obviously do not communicate.
2: Yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah, well. Look at him mm. with relationships in general, though they're he's, it's fair. That's fair. Pretty It'd fucked that up. Out. And I so, think it's like it's a combination of ground relationships mm-hmm. from like Earther worlds to space relationships, and he's getting them mixed up, yeah. and where they're totally different. So yeah. and that plays throughout the whole thing. Like even this book has a lot of sex and intimacy in it but it's not with like monogamous kind of stuff like yeah it's like oh i'm gonna say goodbye let's hop into bed yeah because i'll probably never see it again so that's really different than like a traditional kind of thing which i think he well i was gonna say this is kind of really have that either
1: This is kind of reinforcing what we were talking about earlier about why it's so ingrained in him later on. It's like literally it's, you know, you don't screw with crew. You're no longer part of the crew. Cool. We can screw
2: now.
0: Uh, (laughs) um,
2: Yeah. 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 um, And as long as you're not crew, like, let's uh, go like rabbits and then find someone else and go like rabbits with them, too.
1: No hard feelings. You're not going to have a family. So, yeah try to be happy and it's like no you can have a family dude it 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 can work you can, yeah <laughs> you just gotta figure it out so um was well, there anything else that y'all want to to uh bring up about this book so I, overall i enjoyed it I, i'm with you if we're looking at just the first three books uh this is my second favorite uh and i like you number one will always be my favorite of the three oh, just yeah. because of the introduction I could to see re-listen how you listen
2: to number one over and over and over and over again never get tired of it yeah um
1: but yeah i did I did enjoy this one I definitely enjoyed it more than the second one um the second one just uh, kind of well, a dip. it was
2: all about like brill and bev and diane and like the menage awkward cat. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> without the fun stuff like it's just it was a tease. Uh, <laughs> the whole yeah. book was a tease. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ray, any, any additional thoughts?
3: No, I just uh the series I, I really enjoy the series. Uh and again, this is where I felt like it was back on track and uh and then kind of go from here into the next where yeah. it goes. Yeah.
2: It's quite the difference from here to there. Yep.
3: Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's intentional or not but I feel like the first book is kind of you know it's it's the a good story and then the second book is like eh, and then the third book another good story the next one's like holy fuck what the hell are we doing yeah and, and then I, I see it going back into that good story again so I don't know if it was intentional or not but that's just how I see it
1: yeah so. alright oh uh... Well, that is uh, Full Share uh, by Nathan Lowell. Um, we have not fully figured out what the next six books we are going to read mm. are. But Ray has the next book. Um, and uh, what are we reading for the next book? i <laughs> will just continue on with Ishmael. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Which is... Double um, Share. Double
2: Share? I think so.
1: Yeah, he, Double Share, then Captain third Share, then Another
2: Share. Yep. Yeah. So...
1: Uh, so yeah, the next book will be uh, double share by Nathan Lowell. So, uh, we've already started, uh, talking a little bit about what that book's going to be like, but we'll have our discussion on that one. Um, I really hope Chris can make that one because I know she has some strong
3: opinions on that book. <laughs> so I'll, I'll try and convince her on that one. Okay. Um, are <laughs> we getting Jen back in this? Jeez. <laughs> As if we're getting her back in this, uh,
1: number one, we'll have to pick a different series because she's way <laughs> far behind on this. She'd be like, "Wait, you want me to read four books for this next one?" So, um, um, I don't know. I'm of, hoping like, I get to see her this or
2: something like that for Jen. She'd hate that. <laughs> um,
1: I uh, I'm hoping to get to see her on Saturday, so uh, maybe I can talk to her and be like, "Hey, so you know, well, what's going on?" So, because uh, she's had a lot of stuff going on. So, but, yeah. Um. Okay. So what else have you been reading, Ray?
3: <laughs> I'm still on Skippy.
1: I'm on book <laughs> eight.
2: Join the club.
3: Yep. Uh, fucking can.
2: <laughs> uh uh <right?
3: laughs> um, I, I I I'm really enjoying the series. Um Mavericks was interesting.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> it and it does help you
3: later on yeah like I, I did listen to mavericks uh though sorry the 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 main storyline version yeah. of maverick and listen to the other maverick stories um but anyway yeah no i've been listening to that uh we started up one of the harry potters again and uh yeah, harry harry potter number five <laughs> mm. I, I just got the wave of number five <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I've, I've been doing a bunch of that and then uh there's a todd conklin book that i've been um kind of listening to off and on um and it's the five principles of human performance which is kind of an interesting take on how humans work and uh how to kind of implement it into um into safety and and how safety kind of needs to be flipped on its head a little bit so I, i'm enjoying that too so
2: That's easy to do. Just fall off a ladder. (laughs) Yeah, like, you mean?
1: (laughs) Sean, what else have you been reading?
2: Um, so I'm, uh, still doing X Force. I'm on the final book, uh, match game for X Force, which is book 14. Mm -hmm. Um, I reread this one in a day while I was building a shed. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah. I don't normally increase the the speed. I, I know you do, Eugene. I That drives me nuts. But for this one, I've listened to it so many times that i just jacked it up just as a refresher. Yeah. I've got so much in my library, though. So when X-Force is done, when I'm done this book 14, I've got a lot of catching up to do mm-hmm. on other stuff. They had sales on while I was doing the X-Force thing that I've, like, oh, I pick up a book for five bucks here and a book for five bucks there. <laughs> so I've got everything from like Lord of the Rings to Little House in the Big Woods. I need to like Laura Ingalls Wilder, like going back to my childhood kind of thing. And Nice. Um, Yeah, so right now it's just X-Force, but I've got so much more to listen to after this one.
3: Great. You were going to say something? You brought it up and I have to ask. <laughs> Because it really pisses me off. <laughs> uh, Audi- Audible on Android will not let you purchase books anymore. Unless it's with a credit.
2: Oh, that's crazy.
3: Huh. only way you can purchase from Android phone or yeah, an Android version of Audible <clears throat> is with a credit because they uh they changed their their policy so mm-hmm. google is taking 30% of every book sale. Oh damn.
2: Oh wow.
3: Audible said fuck you. Yeah, I would have too. Yeah. And the only way to purchase now if you have an Audible account on your um odd Android phone, thank you, uh is to go online or uh, and do it that way. Yeah. So I-
2: Typically do that anyway. I don't yeah. use the Audible account. I go on to like Audible.com. Yeah, because I find it has better search options anyway.
1: Yeah, I found that too. And and the introduction of being able to buy in the app came so long into me being able to use it. I, it's not even. I I don't even think about it. I'm just like, oh, I yeah. need to buy a book, and I immediately open up Chrome and, and and do that way. So I. Yeah. But yeah, that that sucks. So. Oh um, yeah. Just.
3: Up if you're if you're on Android, that's the only way to to find hmm. these tools and actually get a decent deal. Hmm.
1: Gotcha. Um, I have been. I finished book thirteen and fourteen of uh, uh, X Force as well. Um, can't wait for fifteen to come out <laughs> because I was kind of hope there was a little part of me was just like, all right, maybe fourteen is gonna be we're gonna wrap things up, but we're not there yet. And I'll be honest, um, I'm I'm okay with keeping going where we're at. Like is the this thread that we've picked up. I'm Excited to see where it goes. Um, I did go back and re-listen to some other things, just kind of throw them out there. Uh I went back and re-listened to um The Martian and 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 Project Hell Mary. God, those books are so good. Uh-huh. And they still hold up so well. Uh yeah. I went back and listened to the authorities. God, that book is so good. I can't wait for people <laughs> it Um and then I went back and re-listened to Ready Player One and Ready Player Two, and I did them back to back this time, and I still love, love, love that first book. And the whole time I was listening to the second one, I kept thinking of our conversations on the second one, and they still hold up. It just we're immediately thrown back. It's like no one no one learned anything and we just accelerated everything and everything's more homogenized. It's like the planet is this planet is just this one thing. And it's just like it was cooler when you went to a planet and there was all this other random crap there and everything. Yeah. It just Yeah, so it's – I will say I didn't dislike it. I literally just finished it today. I didn't dislike it, but it's definitely a step down from the first one. The first one is just so – it does have its moments. It does have some really good moments in it. Um, But, yeah, that first book is just – that huge battle in front of the castle with all the robots and Mechagodzilla, that just – God, I wish we would have gotten that on screen, but it is what it is. So – Uh, Well, like I said, our next book will be the next book in the uh, Ishmael Saga, as it were. Um, It'll be a double share, so if you're listening along, go ahead and start that one up. Um, We are going to do a book for September, October, and November, and then we're going to take a break uh, over December. We tend to usually take a break about Christmas time anyway, because there's just a lot of stuff going on. Then we'll pick up in January and February, um, and we'll just kind of see how it goes, so uh, it's it's Ray, Chris, Jen, Sean, and me, and I almost was going to ask Sean if you're thinking about continuing Ishmael and just saying if the girls want to change out and we just finish the <laughs> next three books before Christmas and then the ladies can pick January and February. So I may throw that out there and see what they say. So. All right, well that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please give us a five star rating on Google, t- iTunes, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. You can find us on YouTube at Epically Geeky. Uh, it's just the re- video recorded version of the show. Um, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com, epically where you can find the rest of the shows that we do, including the Epically Geeky Show, uh Creatively Geeky, and um, uh, Sustainably Geeky. So, and then you can find us on all the all the social media at Epically Geeky as well. Where can we find you online, Ray? Looking for Skippy
3: and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a cult out there somewhere. I got to join. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got to start wearing some silver. Uh, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, uh, they reluctant yeti on Instagram. So where can we find you online?
2: Always fucking with Wikipedia and your favorite broken toy on Instagram.
1: And as always, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone in the site, have a good night.